Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome, welcome. It's 910 at WTIC 1080. Will Marotti's. I, I was just getting the, the, I had to take the dog sled in today. So bad with uh, our, our our road's not plowed yet. And uh, my biggest concern was I, the, the beagles. The, the, I think I might have overheated the two beagles pulling me on the sled. Um, me and a laptop. So I got to see if they're all right. I'm going to have to take a break and go out and, and see if uh, Chloe and, and uh, Sophie are okay. But <laughs> no, it, it's pretty nasty out there, I guess, right? I mean, it's um, depending on where you live. I, I'm going to say uh, in Wallingford, uh, probably got eight inches, drifts well over a foot, um, very light snow, I guess, easy to clear and shovel and plow, but but um, slippery, you know, slippery. So just, uh, just be careful and um, you'll be fine. It does snow in Connecticut. It's, uh, I, I know a lot of folks forget about that. But, um, you know, and the, and the good news is, too, because it's so light, we're going to see a lot less power outages. Praise God for that. Um, anyway, hey, it's 9-11. Let's take a moment in prayer and focus our hearts, shall we? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we thank you for uh, today, Lord, albeit snowy. We thank you for life. We thank you for... Uh, being able to wake up and move about and do the things that we want to do. Pray for those that are on the roads today. We pray your protection for them. We pray for all the road crews that are out and do an extra time with, with uh, manpower being down, woman power being down. Pray for those folks, um, those that are struggling with illness. Pray for your healing, recovery. We pray, Lord, for our health care workers, our first responders. Keep them all safe and healthy. Pray for our country. Our country is very divided a lot of uh, misinformation going around. So we look for truth, clarity, level heads, and help us to still continue to be a, a, a good and righteous nation. And we give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I get amen out there? Uh, big news, if you're, if you're a person of faith and you like contemporary Christian music, a uh, big, uh, big story happened out yesterday. Um, Jay Weaver... Uh, one of the co-founders and the, the bass player for the group Big Daddy Weave uh, died. Um, super great guy, super great musician, good band. Um, 
operates out of Nashville, 42 years old, and uh, had COVID. Now, having said he had COVID, he also had a bunch of other stuff. This is a guy that two years ago uh, had to have both his, his feet amputated. And uh, that's tough for a bass player, right? So, But he continued on. He recovered. He, he got back on tour. Uh, you know, obviously, we'd sit when he played and not stand. Um, uh, he had a horrible infection. That, that was the staph infection that caused the, the feet to have to be amputated. Um, but, yeah, yeah, Big Daddy, uh, we've launched 1998 out of Alabama, Mobile. And... Uh, He's married. Um, yeah, big loss, big loss. Married to three kids. The wife is Emily. Kids are Mackenzie, Madison, Nathan. I'm sure they missed their dad and husband already. So pray for uh, the Weaver family. Big Daddy Weave. Um, big loss, big loss there musically. Personally, anyway. Uh, 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. This is First Time Caller Friday. Yes, we brought it back. This is the first full week of the Will Marotti Show on return out of exile. <laughs> I was not exile. Uh, <laughs> um, so here's the deal. Here's what we want you to do. Why don't you call in? First time, if you're a first-time caller, you call in. Matt will take your call. You tell Matt you're a first-time caller. Matt will indicate that on my giant computer call screen, and I will give you preferential treatment. Now, if you don't, well, what am I going to talk about? That's a great question. People get nervous when they call in. I remember my first call. It's nerve-wracking. First time I ever called in a program. I won't I won't say where or when it was, but it was the first time and I was terrified by it. First time call. So you call in and tell Matt your name, where you and where you're calling from. Here's the thing. For this is all I want. If you're a first time caller, you don't know what to say, you don't have to tell where are you from and how much snow did you get? And is your route is your road, your route. Is your route plowed yet? Is your road plowed yet? That's the question. Where are you from? How much snow? Is your road plugged yet? That starts the conversation. You know, and if you want to talk about other things, we can. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. I'm going to talk about jobs report today. I'm going to talk about Connecticut. This is unbelievable. I popped this story off of ctmirror.org this morning as if we didn't understand last time. Nursing homes being asked to accept COVID-positive patients from hospitals. We didn't, we didn't learn. We didn't kill enough seniors the last time. Unbelievable. You don't think, why don't we learn from these things? And I am going to talk about some facts today that I intentionally didn't bring up yesterday. Um, but I am going to talk about it. And uh, I, I think it's important to, to, to talk about facts, talk about truth. I think it's very important to talk about those things. I want to say hats off to Central Connecticut um, University. In the Connecticut State University system, uh, beginning the spring semester is originally scheduled. They're going to have people on the college campuses. Well done. Well done to Zoma Toro. Um, very good. I like that. And then um, we talk a little bit about the CDC's decision. It's got a lot of flack, including for Dr. Fauci. CDC's decision on why they cut quarantine from from 14 to 10 and now to five days and no test is needed um we'll talk the reasons they did that smart smart move smart move in my opinion all right uh first time caller friday just call in give you matt your name what town are you from how much snow did you get are your roads plowed that's all you got to say 
If you want to say more, of course you can say more. But if, you're, if you've been nervous about calling, I, I can't tell you how many times, Matt, you've heard this millions of times. People call in, oh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, that's who we're looking for today. We're looking for first-time callers. And uh, you might just want to get on. Take time, call your family, call your friends, tell them you're going to be on. <laughs> Give them a chance to gather around the, uh, the radio or, the, or their phone on the Odyssey app. Uh, you can listen anywhere on the Odyssey app, WTIC.com, or, of course, Terrestrial Radio 1080. Uh, let's go to uh, first call of the day. Let's go to Mark in West Hartford. Good morning, Mark. Why not celebrate the thousandth time of calling in? Is it, is it, you think it's that many? Uh, I think it's more than that. Wow, so cool. what did I tell you a couple weeks ago? And you, you actually went, no, no, don't even tell me that. I told you how they were going into nursing homes at least two weeks ago. Yeah, you made the comment. You were disgusted. You you were disgusted at that time. Now here's the thing: is they're presenting it as though this is a new format. They've been doing it. I just sent Matt and I sent you, and and people could look it up. There was a news uh, uh, letter that went. Well, actually, it was a formal letter from uh, from the uh, from the governor's office. It was April nineteenth, twenty twenty. And in that, you'll see there's one line. They're going to pay extra per bed, $400 for COVID-positive patients in non-COVID settings. So they've been doing it all along. And you remember, they put the immunity order in. How the, re- how the reporters are not questioning this after I, I, I'm blue. I'm, I literally am bef- I'm, I'm befuddled. Rudy from Florida you know, I didn't get the paper this morning because of the weather, but thankfully he sent me the letter. But, uh, you know, there, there's the, you know, the headline uh, in the current uh, saying Connecticut asked nursing homes to accept COVID positive admissions from hospitals. They've been doing it, people, yeah. since the beginning. That line, they built the hospitals. And Len Susio was on yesterday with Todd, and I, I think he missed everything. I reached out to him. I reached out to everybody. You're the only one literally – I know Tom is on board. Todd's on board. Pastor Will, you're the only one literally that allowed me to let people know that this was going on. I, I think sometimes, I don't know if God's testing me, because what <laughs> good came of it? We're, we're, we're a year and a half later, and now they want these people. And, and I just got it, and I hate to be descriptive. These aren't pleasant deaths. They don't have hospice like you know it and I know it. Right. They right. go in there. They're, they're, they're literally, they have to wait for morphine. These facilities do not keep hardcore drugs, narcotics on board. So these people are dying slow, horrible deaths by themselves. It's disgusting. And I just found out two days ago, we talked about the ombudsman program. They haven't been in the facilities for the last 18 months. I talked to the ombudsman herself, yeah, Ms. Painter. Yeah. Yeah. She told me they haven't been allowed in there for 18 months. They're the very division that's supposed to make sure these people aren't suffering. I, I just, I'm almost sick of talking about it. And well, now I, mean, I just can't stomach. believe it. After the disaster the first go-around was, we know that the vast majority of people that die from COVID are older. Why in the world would we want to – what are they thinking? Oh, they're vaccinated. Well, guess what? 40% of people are getting reinfected or vaccinated. So 41%, I'm sorry. So uh, uh, what, what do they think they're going to accomplish here? I, I just, they're oh, not they're helping the seniors. They're not protecting the seniors. 
I had four, so we're all vaccinated in my family. I have an 82-year-old mother-in-law that lives with us, so we had to do what we had to do. Four out of six of us had breakthrough cases. Yeah. Four out of six. Yeah. So yeah. if they don't think breakthrough, I don't care who's vaccinated, the staff, the patients, it doesn't matter because they easily get pneumonia, and, and everybody knows it. Yeah. And, you know, and here's the thing, you know, not, I'm not picking on Len, but we went back and forth in the email. He goes, well, you know, they need to put up these rehab. Remember, they, we talked about the beds built, right. not once but twice, in the Connecticut Convention Center. Almost mm-hmm. 1,300 beds. They never used one bed. Four COVID-positive step-downs. And he goes, well, they need to rebuild them and resume them, you know, resume um, the action going. But how do you resume something that never took place? They never used them. They, they yeah. never had yeah. it in order. Where's this general? You know, I know he's busy trying to get tests and, and he's, you know, he's got his mask he's happy about. But they have a medical unit. You know, the National Guard has a medical unit. Yes, yes. They could staff it with not just beds. I don't want to see a big convention room with empty beds. Show me, show me a couple hundred people ready to accept these COVID positive step downs and take care of them. I, I, I really don't get it. I really Can't think. Listen to this number. Matt, Mark, listen to this number. Connecticut deaths. Now, this is through December, uh, mid-December. All right, all of Connecticut, 9,098. I'm taking this right off of the Connecticut uh, COVID health department statistics, all right? 9,098 deaths. Over 70, okay, over 70. Stay with me here. I'm working my calculator, my abacus. Over 70 of the 9,000 deaths in Connecticut, 7,000. Over 60, 8,000 plus. So of the 9,000 deaths, we have 8,000 of them are people over 60, but the vast majority are people over 70. The way vast majority, 5,000 are 80 and over. And you know where they were. Most of those weren't living at and home. And we're in nursing homes, and so we're doing it all were. over again. What a they bunch of And that dopes. was a disgusting number, I used to have to say, when it was low in the 20s and 30s, and yeah. I said it's going to yeah. be in the 60s. And, and people didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to tell people that. Who wants to tell people old people are dying like that alone it, with nobody and suffering in their death? It's disgusting it's to just, even say it. It, it and, is disgusting. And they're saying and... now, this was the number <laughs> in the article. 169 homes out of 209 say they have positive cases. So let me ask you, this just happened this week? Right. No, this has been going on all along. I've been saying it. This isn't new. They're not asking them now. How did they have an order in from April 19, 2020? That oh, let me just pause for a minute them. because I know, I know. Oh, I can't believe he's making up those numbers. No, you can go to datact.gov. Health and Human Services, COVID cases by age and death. It's all, it's public knowledge. Anybody can get it. I, it's, it's hard to imagine they're doing this again, Mark, but this is, this is what we're living with. We're well, living with I hope just- a reporter, somebody, the other thing is, you know, and, and they don't get a free pass. Some of the nursing homeowners, we talked about Shady Oaks in Bristol. They bubbled up. That nursing homeowner said, you know what, I'm not going to have that here. They're not made to take them in. Well, so the good news the is that they're being asked to. They're not being ordered. To. There's not a mandate to do well, this. No, but but the fact we that we at... would even ask, how stupid are I we? I know. Mark? And let me ask you this, though. Should we not point the finger? So, so Some poor people got stuck in the homes where they had nursing homeowners that said, hey, wow, $400. So in one month, I can make an extra $12,000 on one patient. You know, you'd I'm hate in. to think it came down to money, but I wonder. Oh, it did. Know? The ombudsman herself, Ms. Painter, yes, she yes. told me I could quote her. Yes. She said, well, 
you know, I, I asked her that. I said, what would, what, you know, what would make a nursing home accept this deal? She goes, well, think about it. I said, money? She goes, sure it is. She goes, yeah. it's a business. Mark, remember one thing. The scripture says the love of money is the root of all evil. And I'm going to let you go on that one. Thanks, buddy. Hey, we'll take a quick break here, and uh, we'll come back with your calls. 800 966 I'm still worried about my beagles pulling the dog sled. And then, um, yeah, so oh, first time caller Friday. We'd love to hear from you today. Give us a call. It's true. I mean, you look at all the problems that we have in the world and a lot of the majority of crime and it's greed. It's greed. The love of money is the root of all evil is absolutely true. It's factual. I'll tell you, I think greed is driving a lot of a lot of this vaccination demands. Every time they come up with a new variant and, and Pfizer or Maduro's got to whip up a new batch, ten billion to the government, right? And so, who pays for that? You and I, you and me, we pay for it. I pay for it. You pay for it. That's just how it works. It's um, hey, we got a first time caller. Let's go to Frank and Goshen. Frank, welcome to the show. Yes, hey, Pastor Will. I wasn't sure it was on, but um, listening to you talk. Pastor Will, welcome back, and uh, there is a God. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> you. There is. Uh, I believe now in God all the way. When I heard your music on Monday, I was just telling uh, Matt, uh, uh, I could not believe it. I said to my wife, you're not going to believe this. Listen to the music. I said, <laughs> say it isn't so. And, uh, you know, I tell you, you've got a fantastic show. I love the callers. I love your, your, your guest people. Uh, every everything that goes on, it's in, so enjoyable to listen to you. And I love your prayer too. You. I love Thank your you prayer. So I listen to that every morning. And I, uh, so I just I just want to tell you, hey, you were yeah. saying open up with the uh, uh, the snow. We had three inches up here in Goshen. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we were spared. We were spared. You, usually it's the other way around. We get, get tagged, uh, two or three feet. Yeah, I'm going to say, uh, you guys always inches, get the so. worst the brunt of it, it seems. Pardon? What's that? You always get. You guys always get the brunt of it up Yeah, there. we usually do. We're up high. We're up like 1,300 uh, feet above sea level here. So we usually get all winds and snow and drifts and all that stuff. So we were spared, so we were lucky. Yeah. I just came in from shoveling, and just in case I had a delivery with propane. You know? So yeah. anyway, I just want you to, I don't know what else to say to you. Uh, well, I mean, that's enough. That's, uh, I mean, I'm going to tape that and play it for the producers over yeah. and over again. <laughs> except all I could say is you're the greatest. Like, remember Alice on the, on the Honeymooners? You're the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, I'll see you next time in Goshen. Thank hey, you. Hey, yeah, and the yeah, check's in the yeah, mail. You know, uh, I'm on West Side Road. You know, uh, uh, let me see. I'll, uh, but, you know. I'll call before I come. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay, good. Uh, yeah, sure, anytime. You're welcome here, anytime. Frank, thanks so much. Hey, thanks. Have, hey, have a nice weekend, Pastor you Will. You too. Thank you. All right, on that note, we're going to take a break for the news. We'll come back. George, J Ralph, oh, my gosh, Ralph's calling in from South Carolina. Uh, we'll take those calls and many more. First time caller Friday here on the Will Marotti Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. 939, yes, my friends, only day five of the Will Marotti Show. <laughs> I am so thankful for all you guys who have been very supportive on social media, both on, on my accounts. All of my social media accounts, same thing. Will Marotti. All the accounts are the same thing. 
Uh, and I'm very appreciative of that. And I'm also very appreciative of the support on WTIC social media accounts. You guys have been very nice. Now, not everybody loves Will. I get it. A couple mild people that, you know, he's the worst ever. He's such a What a liar. I hope he dies. I mean, a couple of those, you know, but they can't all, can't all be sunshine. It's not all sunshine and rainbows, right, Matt? Got to take the, the rain. <laughs> but that, that encourages me when I see the, the haters come out. It's nice. Um, but for the most part, seriously, uh, you guys have been awesome, uh, tremendously supportive, and I thank you so much. On, um, and, and, by the way, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. All uh, Will Marotti, same thing. Will, W-I-L-L-M-A-R-O-T-T-I. Follow me. I'll follow you back if you have a picture in your profile. If you don't have a picture in your profile, you really shouldn't be on social media. So that's a, like rule one, okay? So update your profile. Put some stuff in there. Tell people who you are. Use your pronouns. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay. This, this, for my official researcher, Supreme Court. To hear challenge to federal vax mandates today. This is actually from jazzshawhotair.com. Today is the day most opponents of, of Joe Biden's federal vaccine mandates have been waiting for. The Supreme Court justice will hear arguments today on an emergency basis, challenging both lar the large employer mandate. There is no small employer mandate, so we don't have to worry about that. The large employer mandate and the federal mandate for healthcare workers. Uh, strategies offered by the plaintiffs and the White House could not be more different. So those that's happening. And, and, and hopefully, and I wonder if because it's an emergency basis, if the ruling comes out like emergency speed. That would be nice if it did. All right, let's go back to the calls. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. First-time caller Friday. We'd love to talk with you today. We already had one first-time caller from Goshen. We'd love to have a lot more. Let's go to St. Louis. St. Louis and George. George, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor. Hi, Pastor. Well, good morning, and good morning. Uh, have a nice weekend. Uh, uh, the, since they're examining the January 6th demonstrations, yes. mm -hmm. I think it's time to re-examine the uh, November uh, 11th uh, uh, fraud, election fraud. I'm talking about the uh, Democrats contracting for Dominion voting machines, yeah. vote, the voter fraud from those machines. George, here's, here's the problem with that. They've already, for good or bad, right or wrong, they've already looked at that stuff, and, you know, case after case after case has been struck down. You're, you're not going to over... Let, let me just say this. Even if it were stolen, I'm not saying it was because I don't see the proof. Even if it were stolen, they're never going to overturn a presidential election for any reason. Yes. But it's just these, not going to happen. These should be these should be reexamined before the next election. Well, that's, I don't that's think the Republicans aren't about. doing that to make sure they can head this stuff off at the pass. If there's going to be any any tomfoolery going on with the but, but what, you know what I think you know, ought to be reexamined, George. If you want to talk about January sixth, I think you ought to reexamine the damage and the deaths that took place during the rioting of 2020, the peaceful. Protests of 2020. If you want to start, Kamala Harris, you want to start making moral equivalencies here between January 6th and 9/11. I think you darn well ought to. Let's talk about what happened spring, summer, and fall of 2020. How many more people were killed, murdered? How much more damage was done? If you want to start comparing things, let's talk about the reality of the of the peaceful protests of 2020. 
I mean, listen, everybody condemns what happened on January 6th. At least they should. It's not how we do things. That's not how the country functions, at least not yet. But you, you, can't, you can't just talk about the evils of January 6th and not look at what happened in the peaceful protests of 2020. Well, I, I agree, but what about the absentee? Remember the the the, the fraudulent absentee voting that went on, where where there was more absentee votes that came back in than there was for the population of the state. Fraudulent voting has been going on since that. George Washington. It was invented in Bridgeport. It continues. <laughs> it continues today. I, I just, you know, what I'm not saying there's, there shouldn't be looked at. I'm, I'm not saying there, there weren't irregularities. I'm just saying you're never going to overturn a presidential election. So let's let's move forward. Let's look at the next one. Let's make sure nothing, nothing cheesy happens. And what the about next time. what That's, about voter ID? I, I think we should have voter ID. You got to have. I can't even buy stinking cold medicine without ID in the store. So, so you know, I, I'm just saying there's irregularities that should be that should be. Uh, it should be looked at before the next election. Oh, I agree. Before before the the absolute chaos uh, goes out there. You know, getting getting back to to, to the really sound things. Mm-hmm. What about the, the improper venting by by the left wing media, where mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't properly examine Biden's or or or, or Harris's background? Uh, that the you know. Where where um, factual information should have before mm-hmm. voters went out. But, but George, voted. I mean, at this point, how how long, how much are we can complain about the the in the Democrat pocket media? Are we going to talk about? I mean, there's no question about it. The media is left. They're they don't even try to hide it anymore. Forget about Walter Cronkite. Those people don't exist anymore. They're full blown leftists. They don't. They don't want to report fairly or accurately. That's why I say, if you want to start blaming Trump, and I, I don't know who was responsible for January 6. I don't know what was behind it. I don't know anybody does. But I'll tell you this: you're gonna start trying to blame Trump for January 6. Then we are, and these are the same people. These are the same lying, thieving, stealing people who, for two years, put up this Russia collusion hoax that now has been completely completely discredited and what's been proven is the only people colluding with the russians were hillary and the democrats these are the same people that yeah, now we're supposed to believe of, oh trump that, was behind january 6th none of, none of that has come out in non-paying tv media though it's not being reported on any of the media stations where people can't afford uh, you know um, yeah. the internet well that's why we have to none talk about it here reported. george we have to we have to let people know about it on on uncensored AM Talk Radio. That's what we have to let people know. George, thanks for your call. i got some other guys that want to jump in here. Let's go to uh, uh, Joe and Simsbury. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Uh, it's not my topic, but I'll just say real quick that people need to look at what's going on in Georgia right now yeah. because that impacted the Senate. The Senate was stolen. Yes. If we had the Senate, it would be a totally different situation than what we have in this country right now. And well, the Georgia thank, stuff Thank God for real. Joe Manchin, right? I mean, he has just become a Republican now, but... Yeah, I don't know um, if he will, but I want to talk about Yeah, I know. There is some going on in Georgia, but I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I don't think anyone does at this point. But, you know, I, I, like to, I like to deal with what we have and what we know versus what we don't know and, and versus, quite frankly, looking back to the past. The past has already taken place. We're not going to change it. We certainly can prepare better for it in the future. But let's talk about today and tomorrow. Let's not talk about yesterday. 
And I don't mean that to you, Joe. I'm saying that more for, for George. Uh, it just There's no sense in going backwards on this stuff. You've got to prepare for today and tomorrow. Yep. So I want to talk about Cornell, which is uh, $80,000 a year for a student to attend there. That's all. So this is what they just came out with yesterday. Each student needs to have a booster. All classes are remote, but students must live on campus. They have to be tested two times a week. They all have to wear mandatory N95 masks, and there's no social gatherings at any time. So here's my thought on it. And this is not just Cornell. This is a lot of different places in our society. If you still need a booster after being fully vaccinated, and you still need to get tested after being fully vaccinated, including the booster, and you still need to wear a mask after being fully vaccinated, including the booster, and you can still get hospitalized after being fully vaccinated and still get the booster, it's probably time to admit that you've been fully conned. <laughs> Seriously, it, this is just, it is, well, again, it is absolutely ridiculous. I just, I just read the death totals, and, and this is off a of Connecticut website, government website. You know how many deaths of COVID under, under 19 years old have been confirmed? I don't five. know about Connecticut, but I five. think. Read- five in Connecticut. Five okay. deaths under 19 years old, 0 to 19, confirmed cases, confirmed deaths, five. Now, so horrible, me- horrible to be those five. We don't know what their conditions were. We don't know what kind of health those kids were in. But five out of 9,000, that's statistically zero, isn't it, Joe? So this is what I heard or read in the last couple of days is that they've researched all of the deaths under the age that was actually 18 in the United States and found out that every single person was either severely obese or they had a minimum of one serious underlying health condition. Well, then we, Tom Shattuck and I should be very concerned then. Well, you're not <laughs> under 18. So. <laughs> well, we're older, but yeah. Even but, so, but now even you're so, a little get... pudgy and older, we should be concerned. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in, the, I'm in that, that same boat, but I'm not going <laughs> to I didn't want to say you too, Joe. That's why I just included Tom Shattuck and yeah. myself. <laughs> but the, uh, the other thing is that, that, that came out yesterday was a federal judge mm-hmm. uh, told Pfizer and the FDA that, no, you're not going to get 75 years to release all the clinical trial data. you got eight months to do it at, at a rate of 55,000 pages a month. Are you kidding me? A nope. federal judge said that? That's cool. He I mean, did. I it was an awesome, they do it. it they'll awesome they'll appeal opinion, that, but... and they'll go somewhere else to some liberal appeals yeah. judge, right? So, But let, um... let me say this about it. All right, go ahead. So right now, yes. if Pfizer and the federal government, both, because they're both party to this, go and appeal that, if anyone doesn't think that there's it. something wrong yeah. here that they're hiding, and then I don't know how to help them. The the, the if Pfizer says uh, and the government say, yeah, all right, we'll we'll do it now. It's like okay, all right, that that puts a different spin on things. Why would you need seventy five years? What the heck is this? The Kennedy assassination? Why would you need seventy five years to release the data? Exactly. What what possible reason could there be that you need seventy five years? To release the data, unless again, I think greed is at the heart of this, and I think love of money is the root of root of all evil. Joe, thank you for your call. Appreciate. It. Uh, uh, let's take a quick break. Take a quick break. Couple commercials. Uh, Ralph, South Carolina, you're up next. Juan in East Hartford, and uh, and a couple open phone lines. Let's fill them up. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Right here on Wilmer Show. First time caller Friday. Can't wait to talk with you today. Stay with us.
sense, folks. Common sense. That's all it takes. Think it through. Don't just read the headline off your phone and assume it's correct. Think it through. Use Employ a little critical thinking. You'll get through almost anything. God's given us incredibly good minds and brains to use. And we're very, we're very thoughtful, intellectually powerful people. I mean, it's not everybody, but most of us. <laughs> Think it through. Just, just stop and say, does this make sense? You may have to do some research. Go to DuckDuckGo, do your research. You can use Google, but it's it's going to be tainted. You'll you'll do you'll have to go through twenty pages before you find maybe a true story. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, I'll get in trouble for that. I shouldn't have said that. All right, let's go to uh, South Carolina. Ralph, how is the weather in South Carolina, my friend? Uh, great to have you back. First Good of to all, be back. You're the you're the best, Pastor. Thank you. Uh, the weather down here a little chilly this morning. It's probably in the low 40s, and really? it's going to get into the low yeah the low 30s next week. But we don't have any snow. Yeah, and and it's going to probably get to be today probably in the 50s. It's it, there's a, a cold front that came through and another one coming through, but yeah, cold to us snow, is not I... quite cold to you. You live long enough in Connecticut, we get snow. That's what happens, right? Just, I understand that, Pastor, but we don't. Mm. <laughs> That's yeah. one reason. I've got to tell you, Ralph, I'm not kidding you when I say this. I could start a church in South Carolina with just the well, people what? who left my church and moved down there. I could, If well, I could like, plot them on a map, pick the center of the location, say, okay, we're going to open a new church, a new life, a new life south, and I guarantee in, in, in a matter of a couple of weeks I'd have a church going. No, we'd love to have you. Uh, the reason I called, Pastor, well, first of all, that last gentleman who called, this November, I think the American people are going to send a message to the far-left, progressive Democratic Party. We don't want you. I agree. This is, this is a uh, country. is not a far-left, socialist, communist country. No. It's a republic, and we want to keep it that way. But the reason I called, and I think uh, this is for all your folks who have electric cars, Pastor, yeah. Did you see what happened with the cars, with the traffic oh. tie-up on I-95 in Virginia? What happened with all the electric cars? You'd have a bunch of dead batteries. Uh, <laughs> yep, and the cold weather knocks the heck out of batteries, yeah, batteries all batteries. Yeah, batteries do well cold weather. You're right. Right. So these people couldn't get a five-gallon uh, can of gas and put it in the car. They had to have the car towed yeah. to wherever there was a charging station. Which You'd have, have got a lot of extension cords to charge all those dead cars on the highway, huh? Exactly. So before you buy an electric car, look at everything. And also, you were ta just talking about uh, questioning. I forget who it was, Pastor, but the man was very, very correct. Question everything. Yeah, yeah, no, you have to. You have to. And you come up most with, people get you know, their news on their cell phones, and most of it's wrong. So, well, you, I, you, you know, you just have to, um, you have to be smart, Ralph, and you have to question right. things, you have to research. And, the two most important words in my mind, and you just use them, Pastor, is common sense. Sense. Thank you very much. Yeah, common sense. Ralph, always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. One more call before the break. Let's go to East Hartford and Juan. Juan, welcome to the show. Oh, Pastor, that was a great, great, great serenity uh, moment there before this last caller. It just kind of put everybody in the center mm. of the universe. 
But uh, you know the the, uh, the the Cornell deal. That's that's like a paid concentration camp. It seems. It sounds like it. That's first I heard about it this morning. That's that's like the most incredible indoctrination to socialism that I could possibly imagine. These kids are going to come out of Cornell and they're going to become great socialist soldiers for the Democratic Party. But is, isn't and, that and the training what? grounds right now? It's the university system in America that's that's teaching socialism and turning these kids into leftists. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been going on for a long, long time. And, yes. and unfortunately, we're letting it happen. And, you know, my biggest fear is this last call, color said about the, the elections that we're going to come out this November and going to take our country back. You know, I, I'm... I'm I'm that of the school that I think that I don't think we're going to be able to take a country back. I think they're so ingrained in the corruption of the election system that they're they're just they just got the votes sitting there ready to go and they just can deliver them. And uh, you know this thing about Georgia, no, nobody's nobody's talking about it. I mean, no, we should be talking about, about it every day, every minute. Now that's why th- there was a movie called The Titans, and it was a, a true story about. Uh, integration in football, right? And uh, they were playing in the state championship or semifinal, and 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 uh, the the referees were cheating. They were trying to beat the team, and and so uh, the 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 one white coach, I can't I can't think of the actor's name, but he he stood up and he went to the refs and said, "I'll bring everyone here down. I'll go to the press." And as it turned out, uh, the the Titans started winning. He went up to the to the black coach who was Nate Herman. I forget his last name, but Denzel Washington, and he said he said score. Leave no doubt, Herman. Leave no doubt, yeah. and they and they decimated the team. See, that's what we're going to have to do to, to win this thing back. We're going to have to leave no doubt. We're going to have to get the vote out. We're going to have such a, a massive win. There's no doubt. There'll be no doubt to whether or not it was fair. There's no doubt that whether it was it was legal. We're we're going to have to we're going to have to work hard. Juan, that's just there's the way it's going to be. be. A lot of, there's going to be a lot of people bent out of shape, especially in yeah. Hampton. You know. Absolutely. Hey, Juan, I'm sorry. Campaign. Sorry, I got to let you go. I'm up against a hard break here. Thank you so much for calling. Stay with us. Rudy, you're up next. You get back. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Wilmer, All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.